The following Toku podcast to contain spoilers from both past and present Tokusatsu, anime, manga, movies and other related media. If you do not wish to be spoiled we suggest turning off the podcast now. Otherwise please enjoy the show. Hello everybody, welcome to the Toku Podcast, the best show about Tokusatsu you probably never heard of. As always, I'm your host AJ, that's Jay! Ultraman noises! And as you will find out in the next hour and a half or so, we are not, nor we will ever be sponsored by Crunchyroll because fuck those bastards and there's fucking 17 goddamn ads, you stupid fucks. (laughs) God damn it. I'm trying to watch one fucking episode and I'm sitting here watching 30 more minutes of fucking ads. The fucking 22 minute episode became 45 fucking minutes, you pieces of shit. (laughs) God damn it. Half of the fucking ads were were ads for their own shit. Like, that doesn't even give you fuck... God. But we'll get into that, because fuck Crunchyroll. <laughs> so, uh... Fuck somebody no. <laughs> did not have a pleasant time watching this. Uh, no, it probably played into a lot of why I hate about this show. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, Ultraman <laughs> Nexus. Uh... Yes, we're talking about Ultraman Nexus. So, before anything, <laughs> pause for the cause, time to chill. As always, if you want to... I was about to go Oompa Loompa on that one. If you want to support us financially, there's the PayPal button. You know, throw us a couple bucks. A dollar or more gets you a shout-out. Five dollars gets you a shout-out and a plug. Ten dollars gives you satisfaction to give you ten dollars. If you want a free audiobook at no charge, it's just 30 days and you get to cancel and keep the free audiobook. Click the link to Audible down below. Get Godzilla books. Or, actually, there's actually, I think there's an Ultraman book in there. I think. I'm not too sure. You can check. You can tell me. Probably. And if you don't want to do any of that, Leave a review on either Podbean or iTunes, five star, five, whatever, do whatever you need to to review us. It always helps us because it gets people thinking, damn, that's got reviews. It must be good. Even if it's one star. Yes, it works that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a little bit of backstory on how this came to be. So back in the mystical year of 2017, uh, we actually had the idea to do Nexus. Uh, it was a, it was a thing. It was an idea that we had. And everybody on the podcast at the time can can uh, can vouch for this. It was we watch five episodes of a show, and we review them. And if we liked it, we keep going. And then once we all finish the show, we review it. Uh, that never came to fruition because I was really the only one who watched about seven episodes. Phil actually finished it, I believe. I think Phil actually is the only one who actually finished the entire series. I'm not too sure, but yeah. So we never actually got to do Nexus. In fact. After that, we never actually got to do Ultraman at all, except for that one movie that sucked major donkey ass, which was fucking terrible, and it made me even more confused, because I had no idea what was fucking going on. So, anyways, let's talk about Ultraman Nexus. The, the, the Nexus, the one that I thought, man, I fucking love this show, because I watched it once, and I thought it was great. Uh... Oh, a good, a great fucking opening song can do crazy things to the fucking brain. Um, so yeah. So before anything, of course, let's 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 start off with what we were talking about, or what I should say, what I was ranting about for a couple seconds earlier. The subtitles for this show suck. Yeah. So um. <laughs> oh my. This God. is a common thing you see with uh, Ultraman subs. Uh, is that they're 
Except for, I think, everything everything before Ginga, I believe, is done in was done in-house by Subaraya. Uh, so you can probably figure out what the problem is, where it's done in-house by the Japanese company, English subtitles. Uh, usually not the best results. Um, now, not always... Let, let, me, let me give you two of the greatest yeah, hits. Not... <coughs> Not always are they they terrible. A lot of the the old Showa shows had some decent subs, and then then there's the opposite spectrum where you have you have Cosmos, and you have Gaia, especially Gaia. Yep. Especially Gaia. Uh, I would love to see it just for that. <laughs> Nexus kind of falls in between where it's it's very it's like a step above like machine translation where it's obviously this is a real person doing it. It's let me put it like this. It's, I'd say it's about on par, a little bit better than what TV Nihon was doing at the time. But granted, this was 2004 <laughs> TV Nihon, so that was Common Rider Blade. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, 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 I raise you with this, Jay. Two words. Missing line. Yeah. Okay, well that's fuck that's you. True. T- that happened more than it should ever have happened. Say whatever you want about Tatsunoko and his half blind ass. He has, I don't think he's ever been that bad. Or what the fuck, Takanoko? Whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, well, okay, that's fair. Um, there are just there are just several points where there are they just don't bother subtitling stuff. It came up. Or worse. <laughs> Just subtitle it as Missing Line, and it's, uh... Yeah. (laughs) Let me give you a few of the greatest hits here. Do you know the Cyclops sad? Shall we start the Feast of the Hell now? And my personal fucking favorite, this this beast is a complex of anthropod type. Man, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Mm. Like... It got me so confused. And the thing is, like, those are, like, just the most egregious, like, what the fuck are you talking about? I seriously think, because there's been po- – there were points in the show that we'll get into that I thought, did I, did I miss, like, five episodes? Because they're mentioning things that they never mentioned before. And I'm just like, okay, what the fuck happened here? So, yeah, the subs are garbage. Like, this was bad. Yeah, for, uh, for official translations, it's uh, it could definitely be better. Um, the fact that you have to, you know, spend money to watch this, mostly, I mean, obviously we ranted there about the the awful, awful, awful advertisement problems of Crunchyroll. Oh my god. You know, um, and I've gone on many times about how I dislike them, and I think that spending money on them is a scam, uh, but you don't really have any other options, because there's, there's Toku HD via Amazon Prime, which are... The exact same subtitles. Uh, I think there's a couple of lines they fixed, but it's it's still largely the same. Uh, granted, they they did not do a great job encoding it because they used plain white text with no background or anything. So it there's there's just points where you can't fucking read the subtitles because they're they're blending in with the background. So you know it's a. Uh, I mean, at that point, you might as well just put line missing. I mean, hey, you know, $3 a month, <laughs> I mean, free trial for a week, it's 37 episodes, you can finish that before the free trial is over. I don't know. 
Either way. Look, guys, if you're paying for Crunchyroll subs, you're a fucking idiot. I'm sorry. If you have ever given money to Crunchyroll in any way, shape, or form, you're an idiot. Yeah. I gave mo- I gave about $100 in just ad revenue to these motherfuckers in the past 30, fu- 30 fucking minutes in episode one. Yeah. Like, God yeah. damn, dude. Yeah, the ad problem is Actually, how ridiculous. many did I say? How many did I say there was? Uh, I think... I think the highest it went, because I think there was a glitch. The highest it went with the amount of ads that I got in a single episode was 17 fucking ads. Yeah, yeah, it's... That is longer than the show! Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. Uh... Oh my god. And don't even try using ad block on it, because trust me, they knew. They know. Bunch of cunts. So... so... Yeah, so that's our experience watching the show. Of course, after I'm finished and AJ is about halfway through, I found out, oh, somebody just ripped these all online? Oh, well, that would have made our lives way fucking easier. Now, wouldn't have. You know, my fault. Would have saved me the post-traumatic stress disorder. My fault, yeah, so. So, Ultraman, Hmm. it's, uh... I mean, to be uh, fair, I mean, to be, I mean, to be fair... It's not like if it's not like them being free makes the subs any better. No. It just makes it sting a little a little less. No, absolutely. I just hope that um they're they're doing a re-release of this too, right? I mean that, they, that all of them are coming over here. Well, now that Subaraya has the rights to actually do this shit again, uh, it seems like they're going full hog and redoing everything. But they've only announced uh, a couple of the older shows, like and like the old old shows. And like yeah, yeah. Orban Jeed, so anything beyond that, uh, I can't tell you yet. Uh, probably at some point we're going to get an <laughs> actually competent release of this. Uh, I couldn't tell you one Hopefully. way or the other. I, I hope so because legitimately, I do believe that a lot of the problems I kind of have with the show stem with this with the subtitles. I, I really do believe that because there's a lot of things that I feel like, okay, maybe if they sub this a bit better, I would actually get what the fuck's going on. Um, so let's talk more about Nexus because Nexus in, is in and of itself, we're going to get, we're going to find is uh, a lot more interesting when you get to the, to the behind the scenes. At least that's from what I've heard. So we'll see. Well, I mean, the, uh, the uh, thing with <laughs> old Nexus, I mean, it's kind of one of those everybody knows kind of things where it's, you kind of can't talk about Nexus without talking about the behind-the-scenes stuff. It's like talking about, uh, fucking, I don't know, uh, Hibiki, Hibiki without all the, the retooling shit, or talking about, like, Shinkenger without going into the stories about how Shinken Red lost all his money, or talking about, uh, fucking Exceed Draft without talking about all the murders. You know, it's just one of those things that you need to go into, <laughs> alright? Besides the point. Yeah, I, well, to be, I mean, to be fair... I don't know what the fuck what it was about 2004, but there was a lot of shady shit happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so let's actually get into Nexus, and from there we can do what we usually do, you know, get into the shady shit as we go so, along. So, let's... Uh, oh, sorry, yeah, go so for So the it. idea behind Nexus, it's, it's very similar to what happened with, like, uh... Common Rider the the first and you know shows like uh, like Shin Godzilla where they they're taking this this old franchise and they're doing a a modern quote unquote realistic reboot of it and you know taking a look at it it's like this is how this would be in the, the quote unquote real world obviously it's you know they've still got 
giant, you know, <laughs> super weapons and alien monsters and all that stuff. But it's, you know, it's, it's a step. As realistic as you yeah, can So get. They, they go for a very uh, dark, mature, <clears throat> relatively serious tone. Uh, that it's, a, it, it's a very... It's almost, I would say... Um, I don't know. I don't remember the right word to use it for it. But uh, it's... Nolanite? <laughs> not quite. No, it's... I mean, not, I mean, it's not as competent at all, but you know what I mean. It's definitely more of um, about the characters, I would say, than, like, the the monster of the mm, week yes. aspect. Um, yeah. I, no, I understand, yeah. So there's, there's a lot of focus on, like, uh, characters and their relationships and, like, how stuff affects them and their, their mental states. And, you know, there's a lot of... A lot of mental mental aspects, I guess, is about the like uh, mind games and stuff. I guess I don't know. It's it's kind of hard. Yeah. It's not. It's not a. I can't really think of the right way to put it. And of course, that's uh, that's kind of the show's main problem is that. Uh, uh, well, again, this is the part that everybody already kind of knows. But uh, the show was meant for an older audience, and so it's made for the older audience where it's. You know, it's violent, it's kind of dark, it's depressing, it's got all sorts of, like, horrific imagery and stuff. And, of course, some idiotic TV executive is like, Oh, Ultraman, let's put this on at 7 in the fucking morning on a Saturday. You know. Uh, so, all the all the little kids tune in to see Ultraman, and then they see people getting violently torn apart, and all this, this depressing uh, uh. fucking mindfuck bullshit. <clears throat> And they're, you know, they're all crying. You know, all the adults who are trying to watch the show aren't fucking able to watch the show because it's on at 7 in the fucking morning. So, uh, the show's ratings tanked pretty hard and the show got cut to about, from like, I think it was going to be like 50 episodes. So they chopped it down, basically canceled it midway through. Thank God. (laughs) If it was 50 episodes, I'd blow my fucking brain. Well, if it was 50 episodes, it'd probably be Um, better than what we got. But that's another story for here. And then yeah. That's for later. So. Yeah. So uh, getting into the actual show, uh, like I said, we're going to do it like we usually do go into the characters and all that. So let's start with, I mean, essentially our main character who isn't an ultra, who isn't funny enough, the ultra. Yeah. That's, until, that's the well. thing that uh, this show is different is that uh, our main protagonist, Komon, uh, is not Ultraman. He is. He's kind of just some guy for most of it. Granted, he's a which I appreciate. He's a part of the obligatory science patrol knockoff group that's always in these Ultraman shows, and they always have a stupid name and stupid costumes because that's just how it is. You know, not to, not uh. to knock the Night Raider costumes. They are very interesting. I really like them. Uh, it's just Night Raiders is kind of a silly name, and their organization is called Tilt. Yeah, that's also kind of a silly name. Dude, all I could see with those fucking helmets was uh, Takayaki Man. <laughs> yeah, the, that's all I could the see. The helmets are a little oversized, but otherwise the costumes are fine. <laughs> whenever they don't have the costumes um, on, they look great. Uh, or whenever they don't have yeah, the helmets yeah, do. on, rather, they look great. Uh, every other time, it's, um, it's pretty bad. Uh, but yeah, uh, as, as it, as it uh, pertains to Come On, I actually liked him a lot in the beginning because. Again, one he's not the ultra, so he's te- so technically it almost feels like he's well as you said he you know he almost feels like a not a secondary character a secondary main character but more of like a 
incidental main character. Like he he's just, he's just the guy who was chosen to narrate the story. And I like that idea. I like how it how that kind of plays into everything that goes on around yes, him. Yes, he's because he really is. He's uh, very much okay. the the classic literature definition of a protagonist, where he is he is the viewpoint character of the story, where he is he is who the story is told through and who we experience the story from. He is not necessarily the main character of the story, but he is the protagonist. Now, obviously, protagonist Ooh. generally means main character, but <laughs> going from a strict literary definition, he is the protagonist, not necessarily the main character. Which I think works because um, because through him, since, again, as, as you mentioned before, this was basically, I guess you would say, a reboot in, in a way of Ultraman. It, he was basically used to what I believe great effect to explaining certain things. Of course, again, certain things were left unexplained and that, and then they just kind of were already explained quote unquote in later episodes. But for the most part at the beginning, he, he worked very well in being like, Oh, that's Ultraman or that's an Ultraman. That's what an ultra is. Or this is what we are and all this and this and that. And I like that because they, they could have very much given this guy like bland McNobody personality. Oh, I am a preppy boy. Hell yeah, I I am so happy to be on the team. If anything, the guy looks like he has, wants nothing to fucking do with these people half the fucking time. Yeah, and that's that's really nice. Is that um he's a very different protagonist where he's just kind of this he's just kind of this dopey loser who's like he barely qualifies to be there, and he's he just kind of doesn't get with the program at all. He's like. Uh, he does. Yeah. He kind of he understands what the Night Raiders' job are, where they they fight the the space beasts to keep you know people from getting murdered, but everything else about the the covert aspects and all the shady shit they do, it's he's he's definitely always like butting heads with them, and he's always like doesn't necessarily agree with what they say or what they're doing, but he's he's there just to kind of help. Though granted, they really fucking dropped that towards the end um but i was gonna say because what i had the idea of when they when they recruited him because keep in mind when they recruited him he was i'm not gonna say it's an easy job because I'm, i know it's not i know it's not but he was a mountain rescuer i guess you would say like some people somebody who like looks for people in the mountains and you know rescues them and like they never really tell us if anybody else has that sort of background, like nobody tells us like, Oh, the captain used to be in the army or the vice captain used to be a police officer or something like that. Like it, it almost felt like they were, <laughs> I can't believe I'm making this comparison. It almost felt like light speed rescue, but like they kind of just gave up at Como <laughs> and didn't really care to explain anybody else. I guess else. that's a fair comparison and also a, a decent uh, negative point is that, None of the other Night Raiders, except for uh, the Vice Captain Nagi, have any kind of backstory or explanation at all. Like, the Captain just kind of exists. Uh, there's uh, the other girl whose name I can't remember, who also exists and moe, moe, cute woman, does I fucking guess. nothing. Uh, there is apparently some like special bonus episode where she has like uh, a backstory given for her but i couldn't find it so i haven't seen it so don't quote me on that was it was it not in the uh was it not in the folder i don't believe it was i didn't see it at least i don't know either way i didn't watch it so i couldn't tell you what a what it happens in it either way 
there's yeah, yeah. there's their uh, science guy Ishibori who um well who who I kept call who I kept calling proto brave because his face looks a lot like Brave's actor from X Men. Yeah, like he has a little bit of he really he does, does have a little bit of resemblance there. But um, as a character, uh, proto brave. Well, he doesn't he doesn't really do anything until the last couple of episodes where uh. He's not important until he he's is. not important until the the last fucking episode of the show. <laughs> we'll we'll get we'll get into oh, that. Oh yeah. But okay, so with so let's keep going with Komon just so we can finish him up. Um, I again I like Komon. It's just I and see I and we can even meld the other character into this. Rico, I fucking love. I like their dynamic. I'm not gonna lie. You know what? I'm a I'm a guy for the schmaltz. I like schmaltz. I like romance. I like that. I like that good shit. And you know what? That was some good shit. Then they fucking murder her like really early on, which kind of surprised me. I thought okay, maybe she would survive, maybe to mid show, and then you fucking chop her head off. Now we we do it like right in the fucking beginning, which I mean that's fine. That's yeah. cool. I mean yeah, his his girl you know, his girlfriend is a fucking zombie. And also, <laughs> it, it seriously comes so far out of left field. It's honestly, see, when I saw it the first time, I was like, what the fuck? Right? It's like, you kind of don't expect it. You just think, oh, may- maybe, like, she didn't die. She was just, like, kidnapped. No, she's fucking no, dead. No, yeah, just her entire family is fucking dead. And she's, like, a, a zombie created by the main villain for basically no fucking reason. Uh, apparently he there's some throwaway line about oh how he knew Komon was going to become a night raider so he set up their relationship way beforehand or so what the fuck which is I, ridiculous it it kind of gets really silly um well to to be fair though the i mean bar, barring aside the whole she's a fucking zombie i kind of liked the dynamic of when I, I kind of like the the whole dynamic with her basically like going crazy and Komon almost following her but being saved by you know uh, Nexus or uh, his name was June? yeah June there you go Himea uh, Ultraman there yeah yeah Himea like and I, and I like the idea I like that idea because it, it kind of gave it more than just oh she's just your girlfriend who got kidnapped and now she's gonna die. No, no, she, she's she's already fucking dead, but now she's gonna die again because you're a dumbass. And and I like that idea. Hmm. It was an, it was an interesting idea. And I, I like um, how um not only is she is a zombie, but she's also an Ultraman. No, woman technically, despite the fact. Well, yeah, that's that's the weird part is that um there's a couple of different evil Ultras in the show, and uh, she's the first one, Faust, uh, who is. Technically, but, but was she canonically like, a woman, despite the fact that they have a very heavily masculine design and are voiced by Tetsu Inada. But that's, you know, whatever. I don't care. It's not a problem. It's okay. So th- this is one of the this was one of the many many questions I had. Was she the original Faust? Because they didn't really make that clear. I th- from how it seemed in the show, it looked like Mizurogi gave her Faust. I think the idea like was that had control Mizurogi that. created Faust or something and that she was always Faust or it, it was never clear. It, it kind of wasn't, but I think the idea was that from the second uh, Mizurogi brought her back as like a weirdo zombie, she was always Faust. 
whether so like she could just coexist outside <clears throat> outside of Faust. I, I guess? don't think so because I don't think we ever see her. Uh, you're her and Faust in the same scene, or like there's a point where Faust is running around, and then here's a scene where Colon's talking with her or something. I'm not uh, yeah, unless yeah. I'm remembering wrong. There's never anything like that, so I don't think so. Uh, there's yeah, exactly. Like, because a lot of it's kind. Of, again, this comes back to. I feel like, and we're gonna get to more of these like twists and turns and everything. I feel like a lot of twists don't exactly work because they were too vague to begin with, and this is one of them. Because I'm just like, I need a little bit more explanation of how this works. Yeah, uh, can, that kind of goes to the fast? show's problem how, how where, that? with how it got cut short, a lot of the plot arcs just kind of wrap up a little too quickly and leave way too many questions so yeah it's uh it's fun it's fun trying to figure it out um now now see here's the thing about that though i am fully aware like that they cut this show short and everything you know i'm i'm in i'm in kayfabe when i'm pretending i don't know but like but at the same time i would have fully been fine with them doing this entire story arc with her and Faust and Misurogi and June and him dying at the end, that could have been the entire 37 episodes. Because after, and again, spoilers, if you didn't listen to the robot lady, June dying, after that happened, this show fucking took a downward fucking spiral. And we can get right into June also now because, you know, I'm talking about him. So yeah, June is Ultraman. In this he, one? Yeah. If you don't know who June is, he he's a, he has fucking Vietnam flashbacks. That's yeah, his he has, uh he's a really interesting uh ultra there because he's he's almost like the the typical Showa esque uh Ultraman there in some points where he's just kind of like a hero because he doesn't really even like know or care about what Ultraman is. He's just I, I'm a good guy, I have these powers, I'm gonna help do what I need to do, because, you know, they, they, they told me to be Ultraman, so fuck it, I'll be Ultraman, kind of. I mean, there's... And again, with a mixture of Vietnam flashbacks. Yeah, his his backstory... Literal Vietnam flashbacks. His backstory is, like, uh, he was, like, a photographer who, like, saw some kid get fucking blown up with a landmine, and he took... <laughs> It fucked him up, so he kind of, like, he was, like, a photographer, so he's, like, he quit, and now he's, like, a weird hermit, and then he becomes Ultraman. It's kind of confusing. It, it doesn't really, it doesn't really uh, go to... So that's it. where O's got it from. Yeah, it's it's very similar to uh, to A.G. from O's, where he's, he was just kind of, like, an, a, a nice guy already, and then he, he was in some horrible, fucked-up situation, so now he's a nice guy even more than he already was. You know, it's... Which is ironic, because both of them had little girl best friends that get blown the fuck up. Yeah, that's a, it's a nice this little is a, This is a pattern I am noticing. So he ends up being kind of similar to A.G. there, where he's, he's just doing good things because he wants to do good things, and he's... He doesn't really, like, care or pretend to understand. I mean, there's even a point later in the show where uh, Koman asks Himiya, it's like, why were you chosen to be Ultraman? Why are you bothering to do this? What drives you? And he's just like, I'll fucking know, man. I'm just doing it to be a good guy. It doesn't really matter to me. Yeah. 
and, and I liked it. I liked that about him because at, at first I was just like, ah, I'm not really feeling this guy. He feels just kind of too much like, oh, I don't want to do it because it's uh, like fuck Ultraman. Mm. But as it goes on and you learn more about him and you see him legitimately go through like these flashbacks, these this, basically PTSD. And to again to the point of this being more adult oriented. I mean, shit. I mean, they, they don't they don't shy away from how hard that PTSD like really got to. No, him. no, not. Of course, it's not. It's not like it's not like he fucking you know breaks down at the sound of a gunshot or an explosion. But like it's still you know it, it's PTSD in the show sense of it still affects him. He still hears it. He still sees it. He still feels it with him. And I like that idea because. It kind of gives him more of a, uh, it, it gives the audience, I guess, more of a reason to root for him because he's, you know, he's powering through that. He's powering through, you know, this traumatic thing to be a good person, ultimately sacrificing himself in the end. And I like that idea. It's just, again, they really, really should have just stretched this out to the 37 episodes because the way it, I don't know, man, it, it, it wrapped up way too fast with yeah. him and it i will say that that is a problem there but um it kind of it also ties into a coman there where his entire arc for the entirety of Hemia's duration is that you know he's just kind of a guy who isn't really sure what he wants to do or how he wants to like help people or even if he wants to help people and it's you know here's this guy who is you know He's Ultraman, and he's, you know, risking his life to fight these giant monsters all day, every day, for basically no reason, and, you know, he he slowly starts to learn from, uh, Hemia there to how to be, you know, how to become a hero, and how to become a good guy, and all this stuff, and it's, it, Komon grows as a person, too, and he becomes a, he becomes a real man, you know, much like Hemia there, and then, then when he, uh, Hemia, well, quote-unquote, dies... And then Komon just kind of has his arc done, and then then the rest of the show he's just he's just kind of there. They give him a new story. He doesn't do anything. Well, they do give him an arc there that I enjoyed with uh, the second Ultraman, and it's it really does. It's a nice, it's a nice uh, like um, the book ending, I guess, where he's kind of the the rookie guy who isn't sure about what he wants to do being trained by this, you know, grizzled veteran about how to be a hero. And then suddenly the role is reversed where now there's this new Ultraman who doesn't know anything about what he's doing or how he wants to be a good guy or whatever. And now Komon is the, not necessarily grizzled veteran, but he's the, he's the, the guy with experience who teaches the new guy how to do it. And I like that idea and I like how they do it. It's just, it's, the rest of what happens from the show is just, it's not, doesn't really it's not as good i'm just gonna be blunt it's not as good well see i was gonna say because to me i didn't even really give a shit about that arc because like the whole time i kept thinking i can see very very well how this is going and i can see very well about the you know like you said the world being reversed but i don't know they didn't do enough they didn't do enough with it because come on yeah he, he, he you know like you said the roles were reversed here but he didn't do anything really like yeah he he gave some advice yeah he you know hung around and slowly a change ran but it's it's not like it wasn't like Hemia where you know 
Ren looked up to Komon, and, you know, he was like, oh, shit, I can really learn something from this guy. Ren was just kind of like, eh, I guess. Yeah, sure. and I guess we can talk about uh, our second Ultraman, Ren, uh, a.k.a. Uh, fucking Punch Hopper. Uh, a.k.a. Fuck Off. Yeah, uh, he exists as a character in this show. Uh, fuck. I... He, he is so... So I I don't like I never liked him. I Ren liked him is like a weirdo <laughs> psychic test tube baby or some shit that is absolutely never explained at all. Well, they do explain it. Okay, that's not fair. It's he's got like psychic powers and he's like dying of some disease or some dumb shit. He's got two baby cancer. Yeah. It's, I don't, f- it's kind of really stupid. I hated him. I hated him. I really, I legitimately did not like this guy. And, and it's, and it's weird to say because like, it, uh, for me, for me, if you wanted a second ultra that bad, honestly, if they had given it to Komon right then and there, I'm, I'd be fine with it. I would be just fine with it because who the fuck is Ren? Who the fuck is this guy? He comes in out of fucking nowhere and he's just like, I'm Ultraman. Oh, you gotta like me now. It's like, get the fuck out of here. You're a yeah, cunt. like, why did they? Why did like you. the the light choose you? Why are you Ultraman of uh, fucking anybody? Who are you? Where right? did you come from? Why did? What the fuck is all this Project Prometheus dumb shit that's uh, never really addressed fully? It's like, oh, Tilt is making fucking test tube psychic babies. Like, there was already a weird psychic guy in the show. I was like, okay, fine. One of them is fine. Anything beyond that is going to be too much for me. And then here's, no, here's just like, oh, we we have a fucking secret science experiment of weirdo test tube babies. Like, what the fuck are you people talking about? Your titular character is now a test tube psychic baby. And and again, I, I have no idea what possessed him to make him like this. Because... One, his personality isn't very charming or intriguing at all. He's, oh, I'm easy going, man. You know, he's, just go with the flow, He's very man. childish, I guess is the best way to put it. He's, he just kind of, like, exists. He doesn't really have a reason to be Ultraman. He just kind of, like, I'm Ultraman because the plot says so. And I guess that's that's kind of his arc is him finding out you know why or how he wants to be a hero but it the introduction of that arc comes too little too late and by the fucking time it resolved he's out of the fucking show and then the show is over so it it, it kind of doesn't even you matter you know what he is he and it's funny because this, these shows were happening simultaneously he is exactly what i feared kenzaki would be in blade a little bit he is the overly nice guy. He's just doing it because it's, it's the right thing to do, man. I just want families to be happy, man. That's that's his fucking character, man. And it was fucking annoying. I was just like, dude, you have nothing to you. You are so bland and just stupid. Yeah, the fuck off my yeah, TV screen. He's really not at all that interesting of a character and... I guess that's it's fine where he's not in the show too much, where he doesn't kind of get overused. And it kind of ties into some of the, the ideas that they've talked about that were going to happen had the show not got canceled, where 
Uh, I think they would have balanced the uh, the ideas of the multiple Ultraman better, Ultraman rather, better. Where um, obviously, of course, we have our third and then our final Ultraman after him. Uh, well, technically, the fourth and fifth. But let's not fucking talking about the fucking movie. Mm. I don't. I didn't fuck. I forgot to watch the movie, so I was gonna talk about the movie. That's part of the show. That's canon. But I. I don't fuck. give a shit about the movie. The movie is important, but it's also not important. You kind of don't really need to watch it to figure some of this stuff out. Because what's important from the movie, they explain in the show, anyways. I don't know. Uh, there's, yeah, he just kind of exists. He's not really that interesting of a character. I, I really would just, like, rather him not be in the show. Not necessarily have Komon take his place as Ultraman, because I like, I like that build-up to it, and they, they do the build-up to him becoming Ultraman good. It's just, I don't know. He's just not interesting, and it kind of makes the last half of the show drag. And, and that's what I'm saying, that, and that's why I kind of say they should have just scrapped that last half. Because if you had, again, I'm going to keep going back to this, if you had left the Hemia arc going on to the very end, and then, you know, Komon still becomes Ultraman at the end, that would have worked just fine. You would have had to have, I'm not going to lie, dude, it's going to sound really smirky, but fucking, you wouldn't have to have the title of Ultraman get watered down by giving it to this fucking knacker and then you just give it to fucking Komen at the end as a fucking consolation prize. That's what it felt yeah. like. Yeah. Especially because they give it to Doggy first and then she was... Or wait, no, is it... No, yeah, Nagi. Uh, Nagi, to gets Nagi to, first. gets to become Ultraman <laughs> for all of five minutes and then loses... And then she fucking jobs. Loses her, her first and only fight as Ultraman. Uh, come on. Because I guess we needed that. I guess. And but... and it's weird making her... Because that was always the plan, is that after Ren, she was going to become Ultraman for a little while, and then Komon would be Ultraman in the finale. But the problem is that even then, at that point, her arc was kind of already over. Like, her, her whole deal with Mizurogi was solved because Mizurogi was dead twice, yeah. I don't know why they... Yeah. Yeah, they fucking brought him back, but then killed him off, basically, immediately. I don't... I don't know. Because her... See, I didn't even... I didn't like the... I didn't like that entire thing, because it, it just felt like... Okay, here's this guy who was just... He was literally just fucking Ansem from Kingdom Hearts. You know, he's just darkness, 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 darkness. Alright, fine, whatever. You're evil bastard, dude. Then he comes back... He meets a he meets a little girl and it's just like, ah, fuck darkness, bruh. Darkness. Yeah, sucks, bruh. it's kind of weird and it's it's a shame <laughs> it because so Miserable like is such fat. a great villain when he gets introduced because he's he's all like I've mentioned he's all about the mind games he's all about fucking with people on a personal level, you know he, he you know he brings fuck it, he turned the you know he creates a fake zombie girlfriend for Komon there and all that you know we get <laughs> his whole shtick is that uh he was a former night raider who got something something space beast darkness uh became another evil ultraman and uh, uh i don't really know uh darkness within darkness basically, basically uh I don't really know what the hell his plan was other than uh, kill Ultraman and fuck he with He had people. no plan. He didn't really have a plan, which I guess is fair because he's not actually the main villain, 
but he just kind of existed. <laughs> we'll, get, <laughs> well, we'll get to the main fucking again, villain. Again, that was, All right. again, part of the plan, <laughs> is that he was... The actual main villain was supposed to show up way earlier than the final episode. Uh, <laughs> the second or final episode? No, no, not not quite. Not as <laughs> egregious. So, Mi- Mizurogi like... is kind of the big bad for most of the show until they, like, oh, there's uh, this unknown... Uh, they call him, like, the unknown hand or something. It's like, it's the real true villain, and then they don't explain who the hell it is at all or allude to anything until about they them. they do, and it's just the dumbest fucking Until it's thing. the dumbest fucking twist I've ever seen. Um, it's like if the higher power turned out to be Val Venus. That's so fucking <laughs> stupid. You know what? It's basically like the fucking higher power, except instead of picking the one person who couldn't be the higher power, they picked the fucking janitor, basically. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like it was it, like it was like Val Venus was just like, yeah, that's him now. It's the fucking higher power. This fucking guy has been fucking ruining your fucking oh. life. Yeah, there he is. Pretty much. Yeah. It's so fucking stupid. Like I don't. Okay, so I I think we can get into it because fuck Ren. He's a fucking idiot. He's a fucking jobber. No one likes him. Never drew. He never drew a dime. Let's talk about the fucking so, actual final. So the f- I, I'm sorry. He's so fucking dumb. So this fucking reveal is so fucking <laughs> stupid. There is. It may, I I legitimately couldn't stop fucking laughing. There is absolutely no foreshadowing at all of him <laughs> being the villain, and it's. So, about uh, around the point when Ren is introduced as Ultraman, they introduce this subplot of, like, oh, there's some spy, there's somebody hacking into our, our equipment, blah, 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 blah. And so there's there's fighting, infighting between the Night Raiders about who could it be, you know, who is it the one who's doing it. And in the very last scene of the last, ep- well, not last scene, at the very at last episode, uh, the tech guy Ishibori is revealed to be the true main villain, Zagi, out of fucking... It's me, come on, it was me all out along! Out of fucking nowhere. And he... <laughs> he just shoots the fucking broad! He just fucking... He just <laughs> shoot. He walks into the room, shoots the other lady, fucking breaks into the oh. a thing, and then turns into his, his true form, and then gets his ass kicked by Komon. Um, his, his... Well, well, technically, Jay, there was foreshadowing. In the episode before that, he smiled. Yeah, the, mm. the most foreshadowing... <laughs> now, I will say, re-watching the show, there is some very minor foreshadowing in the sense that anytime anything involving the supposed spy or, like, the, the traitor, it's always him who's bringing it up. It's always him who's, like, focusing on the shady shit that Tilt is hiding. It's, it is always him that's always bringing the stuff up and drawing attention to it. But that doesn't necessarily foreshadow the fact that he's a fucking evil alien from space who took the form of some random guy to take over the fucking planet. Isn't, isn't doing, isn't bringing it up all the time kind of like... Trying to trying to hide the fact you have a bomb by fucking holding it to your chest the whole time. It's like it's, it's stupid. See, that's it's like you're just asking. Exactly. For it. Like that's the thing is that, like, without already knowing that he's Zagi, you just think he's bringing it up because oh well he's the tech guy. Obviously, it would make sense. He's well not only he's okay. 
Him being the tech guy does make it suspicious that he would be the traitor. Him being a fucking evil alien from space does not make any fucking sense at all. It It's so it, dumb. It's literally like going from like, do, like evil Dr. Einstein to fucking like Zeus or like Mephisto. Right? Like, you just don't do that. And it, you, you can't go from Captain to Cap, from Captain Boomerang to fucking what the fuck's his name? Fucking Dark yeah, Side. You can't do that. Basically, shit. and the worst part is that we don't even fucking know who Zagi is. They never explain his origin, where he came from. There's a one throwaway line about his creation, and this is the weird fucking part: is that some fucking weird jellyfish aliens created Zagi for some reason. Now, there is a reason. I do know this because I looked it up and they explained it in supplementary material, not the fucking show. Of course they fucking Again, did. had the show not been fucking cancelled, I'm sure they would have. But, Zoggy, Zoggy was created by these weird jellyfish aliens they call the Visitors, who are absolutely not at all introduced or alluded to until the last three episodes of the show. Technically, they were there from the beginning, but... The weird, like, psychic guy that works for Tilt has, like, a tank of jellyfish on his table. You wouldn't have fucking known they were aliens at all. They are just fucking jellyfish. Until he's suddenly like, oh, hey, these weird aliens are, like, are afraid. I'm like, the fuck? They're aliens. What? What the fuck? Where did this come from? Congratulations, Subaraya. Your main villains are the things SpongeBob catches on a daily fucking basis. <laughs> and like their backstory is like we're evil because we can. We blew up our own planet because we. <laughs> no, that was the best fucking line. <laughs> the best fucking part. I blew up. We all blew up our planet because we had the ability. They literally to say like, oh, we destroyed fuck. our home planet because we could. <laughs> I fucking. Why? <laughs> Because we can. And so we we created Dark Zoggy because we could. And then he turned against us because obviously us creating the ultimate evil was not at all going to fucking backfire because we're so smart we blew up our own fucking planet. And Zoggy is a clone of uh, Nexus's true form and well, we'll talk about his true form there when we we actually talk about the final fight, which we're going to get to right now, where Zagi destroys some <laughs> weird shield thing that is brought up, like, two episodes before the final episode. And so he just starts wreaking havoc. Komon becomes Ultraman, and then he turns into Nexus's true form, uh, Ultraman Noah. Jesus. And fucking one-shots Zagi. And then he just leaves. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, Noah... I have to go now. My planet needs Basically, me. Ultraman Noah is a weird character in an in and of himself. Technically speaking, Ultraman Noah is like the second Ultraman to have ever appeared in the franchise, although that's due to a retcon, so that's not entirely accurate. He's like... How do I explain this easily? Okay, AJ, do you remember when we were doing <laughs> that one Ultraman movie there? Uh, a while back with Mebius and all that. And there was that guy, Ultra, Vaguely, that yes. guy, Ultraman King, I was telling you about, where he's like, he's a weird space hobo who's also the most powerful Ultra ever. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you remember that? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Noah is stronger than him. The guy that one-shot because... Belial 
is weaker than Noah. Let me, that's the easiest way to put it. Yeah. Sure, why not? He's like, a, like fucking half a million years old and he's from like another dimension and some shit. And like, I don't fucking know. All the shit about Noah is really weird. He's like Ultraman Jesus, basically, is the best way to put it. He's... <coughs> he's fucking... I, I don't know, because Noah basically never showed up again until, like, a random movie where he gave Ultraman Zero an upgrade because reasons, and then he's, like, never appeared again. I... I don't... Do this in memory of me! I mean... Granted, when you are the strongest fucking character in the franchise, you can't really do anything with him because, <laughs> I mean, there's no there's no threat when he shows up because he just wins, basically. Exactly. I mean, because, see, because from what I remember, if this show had been kept in a bubble, like its own thing, we wouldn't even be having this fucking conversation. No. But apparently now he's fucking canon to everything, so it's like, well, shit, th thanks, guys. You brought Jesus back, so fuck. Yeah, and it's... I don't know. The weird alternate timelines and all that shit about Ultraman is it's confusing. I don't I don't really get it too much. It's kind of hard to figure out. I've tried to figure it out, and it's... I don't, I don't really get it. <laughs> there was an attempt, but it wasn't good Basically, enough. Basically, that's uh, my life. Uh, see, okay, but like... Like uh, going back, like again, there's just there's so there was a lot of things in this show that I and again I, I did like a lot about this show. You know, I like I actually really like the suits, and it's weird because usually the ultra suits are, eh, whatever. They're a little too plain I, for my. I taste, think but, Nexus, hey, I like Nexus is one. one of the better Ultraman suits because his design is it's kind of unique. Where um, he doesn't have the very the standard Ultraman head where he's kind of got like. He's got, like, the sweeping... He, it kind of looks like he's wearing a helmet on top of his Ultraman head there, and it... Yeah, kind he of. He really stands out from the other Ultras, where... Sure, a lot of the newer ones start to go a little bit more unique with the head designs, where you got guys like, uh... Like, Orb, or, uh... Fuck, what's the, what's the current one? Uh, Taiga, or something? Uh Taiga? I thought it was, like, RB or no, some, no, uh, something no, like that. No, no, that show's already over, no. Um... So, so a lot of the newer shows they have started to, to mix it up, but they still do have, like, the general Ultraman head shape where they got, like, the crest in the center and then, like, they got the big eyes. Uh, Nexus is still rather unique with its design, and I do really enjoy that. And his, both of his forms are really nice because he's got the, the red one there and then the blue one and then Noah, of course. Uh, and then the, the... Did, did we ever get, like, a reason why he does that? Uh, what, the different forms, or... Because, like, he seemed pretty... Pretty capable of killing the monsters without the forms. It just seemed like he did it just to fucking show up. Uh, I don't really know. I, I assume there's something, uh... It's... Yeah, because, like... The the couple like when he well, I was gonna say the couple times when, but like when he did it I just kind of thought it's not he's not like faster and he's not like stronger he's just he's Ultraman Nexus still I yeah guess. I, I don't know they never really explain it I suppose that's fair it's number fifty hundred you know it, it's the new thing we gotta have multiple forms for everybody because that's that's the new thing in Tokusatsu at the time it was two thousand four 
Everybody needed multiple forms because of toys. Even if it didn't make sense. Even if sense. it didn't make sense, yeah. It, it just... Again, like, a, a lot of things in the show I liked. Like, I again, I liked the suits. I, I liked a lot of the characters. Again, I liked Komen at the beginning. Of course, towards the end there, it really fucking fell off. I, I kind of liked the whole thing with uh with Nagi. I kind of liked her whole thing where she's basically racist against Ultraman. Yeah, I, I and... really like... We didn't even talk about, like, Nagi as a character where I, she's this... She basically acts mostly as a foil to Komon where... Where Komon's kind of like the naive new guy. She's the 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 veteran who's kind of like uh, pessimistic and just doesn't like trust anybody and hates everybody mostly because she's got betrayed a bunch. And they kind of go into her backstory a bit where it's like, oh, my mom was killed by the aliens, so that's why I hate them all. Like you don't really need to have that backstory there. Like you can just fucking hate the aliens because they're murdering people. You don't really need to have the personal backstory there i mean especially when you add on the shit with mizorogi and all that it just kind of feels yeah redundant. i was gonna say like when you when you already have that like i don't think you needed anything especially else. when it and the last episode it's revealed to be zagi who killed her mom for some fucking reason uh they again we didn't fucking thanks for coming mizorogi you had no purpose we didn't fucking need to have that part at all and it just kind of ends up being redundant and I don't necessarily have a problem with that. It's fine. It's just, it's... It just kind of feels tacked It, it just becomes... But it, it doesn't really hurt it, it her beca- character. It starts becoming problem. like... Well, well, I was going to say, it's just beca- it starts becoming more like... they Like, for some reason, like, the writers felt, we, we need more reasons why she's angry. We, might, we need more reasons why she's a stroppy bitch. It's like, not really. Like you said, really, if you wanted a reason, just say whatever a fucking she got betrayed in the past for some reason and that's it that's that's all you need and hell you know what going back to what i said earlier about like them coming from different backgrounds i don't know say, say something like uh i don't know maybe she was like a like a fire rescue or a police officer in japan and she got betrayed by one of her partners or something say something like that you yeah. know it's easy and it and it can be a throwaway line it doesn't need to be I, like, I swear to God, I must have seen the fucking image of that little girl seeing her mom get shot like 50 million fucking times. <laughs> like, it, it, like seriously. And, and, like, you don't need that. You could just say, oh, she got betrayed by her partner in the past when she was still a fucking cop or something. I mean, that's, that's you, you don't need. even need that part. Just have the fucking part about Mizorogi in there. Bam. You, you've solved the problem. There you go. Either way, it's it doesn't hurt her character, and it, it still does tie in nice with that. She's immediately distrustful of Ultraman and wants to kill him, but also every single ta- chance she's given to kill Ultraman, she's like, ah, I'm not going to do it. Uh, I'll do it later, kind of thing. So she's 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 yeah. a bit of all talk, not really action, but it's, it's very nice. It's a very nice character, and it's a nice... Uh, <coughs> it's a nice foil there to Komon and then Himia, where... She's distrustful of Hemia because, you know, he's a weirdo alien monster and she doesn't trust any of them. And it's a nice foil to Komon who's, you know, totally naive and thinks, you know, all this, you know, good shit where she's just kind of grizzled and pessimistic and doesn't really care and just wants to kill them all. And it's, it, it really is a shame that uh, her her tenure as, of, bleh, as Ultraman is so hilariously short and incompetent 
Because she was going to be Ultraman for much longer than was planned. She was, in, you know, she was going to have her own form. She was going to have her own scenes. She was going to have a whole new arc there as Ultraman. And it's... See, I don't even know shame. why they didn't and do I think, that. Like... I think had she had it, I think I would have liked her character way more than I already do. Where it's... Now, now she's, you know, she's the horrible alien monster that she's been so pessimistic about this whole time. And now she starts yeah. to realize, maybe, maybe I was a little, little overkill. Maybe I was a little too crazy here. Maybe, maybe I was wrong. <clears throat> you know, maybe I was wrong. Because even, because even towards the end, like even at the end, she didn't really change. She was still really just a stroppy bitch towards the like all the way yeah through. and then and again honestly i don't even know why like you said she, she was supposed to be ultraman for much longer i don't even know why they didn't do that instead of ren like again this is this goes back to him he he wasn't necessary you you really did not need to introduce a new character to keep the story going I mean, honestly shit, yeah i mean you could have cut ren completely out of the show and just had nagi be ultraman and i think that would have made made the entire last third way more enjoyable and it's kind of a shame that it's the rest of the show is just kind of a slog after Hemia quote unquote dies uh so yeah i don't know like i said for me personally like again i for the most part i really really love the stuff with Hemia because it was it was written straight to the point and not too much bullshit as soon as he again quote unquote dies and Ren comes in, they start doing all these. And I know I'm using a lot of wrestling terms today. This Russo booking tier type shit, where it's like we need more twists, more twists, more twists, more vagueness, more foreshadowing, more this, more this, more, more, more. And it's just like you had perfection in simplicity, and now you're making sloppy mistakes because you're trying to be too complex. And it's just it's fucking it up so bad. To the point where I, I kept saying a couple times, I am so fucking bored. <laughs> like, legitimately, I'm I'm not I'm gonna be fully transparent. I skipped most of the fights. Like in like towards the end, I was just like, yeah, I know I, how this I'll ends. I'll put that as a negative there. The uh, the fights do get kind of samey after a point, and honestly, uh, from what I've watched of Ultraman, a lot of the fights do tend to be rather similar with the fighting style where. Uh, Himia as Ultraman fights very similar to the older Ultramans where it's, you know, it's a lot of grappling, it's a lot of, like, kicks and, you know, flipping around. A lot of, like, wrestling, kind of. He's using a lot of, like, wrestling-type moves on the monsters. And then Ren is, like, he's got, like, a weird sword and, like, a a laser bow thing and he just kind of... It's just kind of, like, beam spam the fight and he's just not... Whatever. <laughs> so so what you're saying is Hemia is Stan Hansen while Ren is the fucking young bucks who can't self shit. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Got it I, in there. I will say but, but still, about like... this is that I really do like how the fight scenes are shot. Anytime they switch to CG, oh, yeah. it's it ruins the fights though because the problem is that they the shot the the the, the when the fights are shut, normally they, you know, they film it like they usually do with Ultraman, where the fights are very slow paced, where there's a lot of weight given to the attacks, and you know, it it feels like you're watching two giant monsters fight, like you know, a traditional Godzilla thing, where it's it's very slow paced, but so you know, it's it's not like slow in the sense that it's like 
oh, this is boring. It's slow in that you can feel the weight with the fights where it's, you know, these are giant monsters. It's done masterfully. But anytime they switch to, like, CG stuff, it becomes just, like, a generic shonen fight where you can't fucking tell what's going on because Ultraman's moving way too fast and it's just... The CG's not very good because it was 2004. Um, and it's just kind of though, though, to be fair, they started doing that way more towards, like, Rens, with, with Ren than they did with, with Hemia. Honestly, Hemia, I, I noticed I I only remember more it, like, CG with uh, Hemia than I did with Ren. Although, Ren flies around a lot more in the, uh, in the sky, so I suppose there's more of it there. But I noticed it more when Hemia was fighting because, again, since he was more of a hand-to-hand guy... His fights tended to be a little bit slower paced, so it, it was more jarring when it switched. That's true. And plus, I skipped most of the fucking fights, so. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, but like like I said, like, for me personally, if, again, and this this is just, this is just my fantasy, like, my fantasy, like, thing where I ho- I wish it was like this. I, I, I really again I, and I'm and I'm shitting on on Ren a lot and you know mo- most of it's hyperbole but still I really feel like he added nothing to this show because there was nothing there and because of that it ruined a show that I felt had it just gone had it just stayed the course where it was supposed to you would have ended up with an incomplete show yes it's it's always going to be incomplete because like you said they basically canceled it halfway through but it would have still felt more as a the if it, it would have felt more like the show that they wanted to you know what i mean like yeah. it, it wouldn't have felt like like hibiki where you can very much tell that this show was cut in the middle changed everybody fuck off it wouldn't have felt that jarring it felt it would have still felt like okay this is the show they still this is the story they still wanted to tell it's just a lot shorter and i think that would have been fine even with a lot of the wonkiness of well, them having to rush through Hemia, and even then, I felt like they didn't even need to do that. Yeah, definitely would agree there. I I just feel like they 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 squandered a lot of potential in, and again, maybe this is me just thinking outside, but as you said, since you know they showed it at seven in the morning, and then some TV exec got fucking pissed. I mean, maybe the whole thing with Ren was just to give it a lighter tone because I noticed when Ren came in, there was a lot more jokes, a lot more haha fun, ha we're all friends, bud, yeah, you know, fucking Nagi was not nearly as stroppy. Everyone was getting a lot, a lot better. They were getting along a lot better. Hell, even the direct they, they tried to give the director a fucking backstory with a with a, with a daughter. Yeah, that we didn't even talk about the director at all. Played by Freeze from Drive for some reason. Uh, okay, this was before Drive, was. so he wasn't Freeze from Drive yet. He was just some guy. Uh, Ooh, I thought he was all right. I thought he was all right in the show. Uh, he kind of worked better as like he's the mysterious director of the organization and not. He's some guy, basically. Yeah, he really didn't need a whole backstory and all that. Yeah, like the, again, the, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like they they a lot of these decisions were made because of that. Because of, oh well, we need to have this more relatable. We need to have this more child friendly. And again, you know, what is more, you know, child friendly than making the villains more humanized? And uh, t- t- let's be honest here. The director, while not fully. 
he was still an antagonist, and I feel like if they had just left him, as you said, like the shady background character that he was, I think he would have been just fine. But again, they had to give him that fucking backstory. Yeah, and then same there with, uh, co- with the illustrator, the uh, the weird psychic guy who oh my god, who also didn't need a whole backstory, but guy. then they gave him the whole backstory where he's also a psychic test tube child like Ren, and then he's like, uh, they tried to run away with each other or some fucking dumb shit. I I don't fucking know. That entire arc was so stupid. And that and that's what I'm saying. Like that's why I go back to what I was saying earlier. You had perfection and simplicity, but you know, the the more you add to it, the, the more it's just like eh, unnecessary. It's it's like you had a perfectly good chocolate cake right in front of you. You didn't need the four tubs of whipped cream. Yeah, no, you didn't need Not it. Really. It was just fine the way it was. And and that's what I'm saying, like with with uh, especially with that arc with you know the test tube babies, one, they weren't explained very well as you said. Maybe they were in some fucking novel that we're never gonna fucking read. No. Maybe they were. Probably. I don't. So. know. I don't really care. So they. <laughs> so they 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 have the test tube babies. They have the whole thing with the aliens that could, that just blow their own fucking planet up because they can. Who like? And they created a clone of Noah. Because, for some reason, and then we're shocked when he turned out to be evil, because uh, reasons, I, I don't know. Man. <laughs> like, and again, like, you, you, get, you have all these extra steps that really could have just been finished up in being Mizurogi or something else, or, you know, Dark Zagi comes in, you know, after Mizurogi dies. Nagi becomes Ultra Man or Ultra Woman. Mizurogi didn't even and need to go. have a human form. He could have just been like, oh, he was being kept in like a like a prison or something by somebody, and then he gets broken out, and that's it. That's the end. He didn't need to be like, oh, I was pretending to be a human because reasons, and uh, fucking with all of you because reasons, and uh, blah blah blah. Yeah, basically, it it was the same thing as fucking Dark Zagi. Like, what was what legitimately was the reason for the tech guy to just be like, I joined the Night Raiders because I knew that this would happen because I'm evil, you see. Like, I don't... if you could do that, why didn't you just, like, I don't know, beca- become one of the MPs? Become vice director? Anything else that would have made your goal finish faster? Because this is the exact same problem, funny enough, that I had with fucking Build, like, with Evil's bullshit. All of these fuck, all this fucking planning, was unnecessary because all you needed to do was just be like, I am evil enough to manipulate myself to the top and just get my form back. Bam! Kill everybody. World's broken. World's blown up. Bad end. Bad See you guys, guys later. Win. Yeah. Like, it it really <laughs> is ultimately too complex for its own good, and I wanna, I don't want to hate the show for it. I want to give the show credit. And blame it getting cut so short for that problem, but that's still the problem of the fact that the show does have these these issues with it. No, no matter, you can explain it away with however much dumb shit happened behind the scenes. That's still in the show. Yeah. It still happens. It's you can't forgive it either way. I'm gonna be lenient, yeah, it's one of the, but it's I can't. One of those things I can't of, forgive the show for what happened. It's one of those things of like you know. Like if like if you get a, a broken video game that was half finished, it's like 
yeah, I understand that shit happens, but this is still what they sold me, not what they promised me. So it's like, yeah, you know, I, I, I have to judge what it's, what's in front of me. And again, like I said before, if they had just steered the, stayed the course with what they wanted originally, with, you know, Nagi being ultra woman or ultra girl, whatever the fuck they call it nowadays, like, whatever they wanted, that's, that would have been fine. Because I really do feel that everything with Ren and the test two babies was tweaked and added just because of that fucking bullshit with the TV execs. I think it was a desperate move for them to be like, see, see, we're child friendly. We can stay on, right? Please, please. Like, that's, that's how it felt, honestly. It felt kind of desperate. And it sucks because, again, that entire thing with June and Komo and Nagi, that whole thing at the, in the first third, I loved it. Like, I was like, oh my goodness, this is awesome. This is great. And, and again, keep, keep, bear in mind, guys, I'm not an Ultraman guy. I don't really watch Ultraman. I think the most I've ever watched was this, and <laughs> I don't know how much you would uh, you would count Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, but uh, no, there you go. Not, not, not much, <laughs> I'll tell you that. I don't even think Gridman's counted that much. Right, Gridman doesn't like... even count, yeah. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not an Ultraman guy, so this, honestly, to me, would have been great. But, again, as we said, when you add too much, it starts getting a little too top-heavy. And I, and I hate that, because it does still have a lot of things I really like. Like we said before, I love the storyline. I love the characters from what for what they started out with, you know, with all their mental traumas and everything and how they worked with that. And... When the fight scenes weren't boring me to tears, they were really shot well. You know what? Say whatever the fuck you want. 2004, using all those miniatures? God damn it, how the fuck is Subaraya still in business? Mm. That is a lot of well, fucking it's money. It's all that Bandai money they get, basically. Uh, are they? Wait, are they with Bandai? I think so. Last I checked, they still are. I don't know. Well, oh. hopefully sometime soon we'll get a proper re-release of the show with decent subtitles and... Maybe maybe Nexus will get to shine again. Maybe it will get to to get the 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 recognition they deserved and blah 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 blah. I don't know. It's probably not going to happen. And then it'll the subs will make it just worse. Probably. It, it'll it'll turn out that they didn't do it just because they could. They did it because Ultraman called them a smelly name or something. I don't fucking know. Um. You know, we didn't even get to talk about the fucking openings, which I honestly think are some of the best openings in Tokusatsu in general. Oh, yeah. So there's there's the first opening hero, and then uh, when he uh, Bren becomes Ultraman, there's the new opening, uh, Blue Fruit, I think it's called. Uh, hero is way Blue better. Fruit? I think that's what it translates to, last I checked. Blue Fruit? Something like that. <laughs> I think that's like a blunt well, translation. I guess, I guess Ren is a fucking fruit. I don't think that's Jesus. actually what it means, but that's like the, the direct translation, so that's what I found when I that's looked it up. That's beautiful. Either way. That's beautiful. The, the first opening is way, way, way better and fits the show way better. Uh, the second opening is... Oh, yeah. It's not as good. It's, it's fine. I, it would work better for a different show that isn't this. Now, again, I'm not an Ultraman guy. Was this the first time they ever did two openings? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm not entirely sure. I should have checked, but uh, I, I, I didn't care enough. Um, 
Well, uh, just in case I'm wrong, uh, don't worry about it. But still, hey, you know what? Same year, both shows had two openings. What's the deal with that? Yeah, uh, well, yeah, actually, that's weird. Both, uh, both Ryder and Ultraman did. Sentai didn't. Only but... Blade had. Only Blade's second opening was better, and Ultraman's first opening was better. Yeah, yeah what it's weird you know about how that? that works out. But yeah, uh, yeah, the Ultraman's. Well, the Nexus opening, the first one, is fucking great. And actually, um, so moving on, moving away from that, just real quick, it's weird that we're talking about um, all these problems and everything because that would have kind of all, all these problems that we that we arise with this kind of take away from all the little things that I normally would already be complaining about. Like, how do some characters know these terminologies? Like at the end. How does Como know that Ultraman's name is Nexus? Uh, did they ever tell him that? No, I, I don't think, think they did. I don't know. Considering he had already had the power at that point, I assume that's just something he kind of learned offhand because of it. I'm not entirely sure. There, There's elements where, like, you know, he's obviously the first person to call him Ultraman, and it's like... Uh, why the fuck do you call him Ultraman? It's like, uh, I don't fucking know. And of course there's the whole... Because he's a test tube baby too! You know, there's the whole thing about how, uh, the events of the movie, everybody had their minds erased, so... There was already an Ultraman, and then everybody forgot, and then now they're remembering, and blah 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 blah. Oh, wait, wait, was that, was that what I was remembering? The whole fucking... Was that what they were talking about? The whole fucking, like, first Ultraman necklace yeah, or whatever? Yeah, so that was the, down? that was the events of the movie, was the, uh, the first guy that we're talking about. Oh. Well... Thanks, guys. I don't gonna watch your fucking movie now. Yeah, I, I already said that. You know, the the movie's canon, but they already explain everything that's important in the show, so you don't really need to watch it. Ah, I've well, heard it's good. That's convenient. So, you know, maybe something. Oh, uh, I like the suit. Yeah, the suit looks pretty yeah. good. I, uh, you know, I'm fine mm-hmm. with them not keeping it for the show, but it, you know, it, it's a really cool design. I like it. Yeah, we had to get fucking chrome-plated bullshit. I can I just say I fucking hate Noah's suit. It's so boring. Uh, Noah it's is all kind of a silver. Uh, not particularly good design, yeah. It's it's all it's all silver and uh, it's perfect, uh, pure, whatever. It's like you know I didn't then I have enough silver with Kach, with fucking Kachidoki with fucking Kawami. We didn't need uh, I this. Don't know. I think they both kind I of look the they, same too. If they gave him a different face, I'd like it more. But it's otherwise, it's just fine. It just exists. Yeah, it's all right. But but like I said, like. Uh, the fuck was I talking about? Oh yeah, but like, like I said, like in, in total, I think for someone who wants to get into Ultraman, I think this would be a fine, pl- ch- a fine choice. Just as we said before, just keep in mind all the bullshit that happened. Keep in mind all the retooling. Keep in mind all the little things that will add up. They will add up in your mind if you think too hard about it, and just try and enjoy it for what it is. Because even with the slog at the end, I still, I still can't say it's a shitty show because this isn't this. No matter what I say, this isn't in a bad show. We make fun of it. We're making fun of it now. No, yeah, but this no. is this is in no way bad. Jokes aside about Nexus, uh, its problems aside, Nexus is still far and above better than a lot of the the bad shows we've talked about. It's not even a bad show. It's a very good show. Oh it's no, just, no, no. The problems are too numerous to not spend a lot of time talking about. Yes, that, and that's the sad part about it because, like, I again, like, I, I, I feel like 
if we were to try again with Nexus, because I don't even think they mention Nexus that much anymore. Nex like the la Nexus really doesn't appear at all anymore. Like, the last time he showed up was in Ultraman X. Outside of, like, a couple of, like, generic background shots where they're in, like, toys and stuff. But, like, the last time he really appeared in a show was Nexus, I believe. Or not, yeah, the last time Nexus appeared in a show was his own show. Uh, he showed up in Ultraman X. That's about all I remember. I don't remember him showing up any time after that. Yeah, because, I mean, honestly, man, I, I really do think, like, if you had, if you can give this a second try, I think you have something here, you know? I mean, you know, give it a real good try. Give it a second look. You know, iron out all the problems. Iron out all the bullshit. Honestly, you could have a fucking fantastic show for right now it's all I right mean, hey you know, it's, it's all right you know it's very similar to what they did with a uh, common writer where you know that the the same time of year they tried to do a edgy serious reboot of the series and it crashed and burned and then flash forward about a decade or so and then they tried again with amazons and amazons was successful for at least one season so I mean, I don't know, maybe maybe they'll <laughs> try again with the, an idea soon. I mean, technically they are. I mean, they fucking got Anno to do uh, Ultraman. Oh my god, I forgot Shin Ultraman. Yeah, they're doing a, a Shin Godzilla-style Ultraman movie with that madman Anno. So, you know, it's uh, they are trying it again. Maybe Shin will do a little How bit. How the fuck is that going to work? It's going to be like, oh, every time Ultraman grows, he breaks all his body. Oh. I know. You know what? It's fucking Otto. That man is obsessed with... It gives him ultra cancer. That man is fucking obsessed with <laughs> Ultraman. I'm sure he'll figure it out some way. I mean, you know what? If that's the case, if he, if he loves Ultraman, I mean, you know what? Maybe dude, are you fucking... Dude, Otto made a fucking Ultraman fan film when he was in college starring himself as Ultraman. Of course he fucking loves it. This dude, the well, there you go. You know what? Like, that that just tells me that we're in good hands. Literally, at least. like you could have not picked a better person to do an Ultraman movie than fucking Hideaki Anno. He is the best possible choice for an Ultraman movie, especially if you're doing an edgy serious Ultraman movie. I was I was about to say though, you know, Jay, you're, you're really pissing off the four fans of Amazon's that are still out there. You better be careful. Coming right there. Oh, please. If there's any fans of Amazon left after that movie, I don't fucking want to see that. <laughs> they probably, like... Oh, we're going to have to do that movie one of these the, days. The, the people that are probably still fans of Amazons after the movie are, like, they're chuds. They're not human. They're, they're fucking chuds, basically. They're... Oh, uh, Marks. Not... They're, marks are still counted as humans. No, they're below human at this point. <laughs> they might, they might actually oh, just smart. be Amazons if they're still a fan of that series after the movie. Uh, dude, that would be amazing. <laughs> uh, that would be amazing. Oh my god, I, I was that even ever fucking. Sucked? I don't I think even so, know, dude. I've never been able to. F I... Actually, wait, no. Didn't didn't Chad tell us the only people who actually bother to fucking sub it was like TV Nihon? Well, it's TV Nihon. They fucking sub everything. That's not a surprise. Oh god, we're gonna have to fucking use them, aren't we? God, that's gonna be... here we go again. That's gonna be great. Speaking of great, uh, let's spin the wheel and hopefully we don't get something that's fucking awful. 
Oh boy, it's wizard! <laughs> oh, don't I would don't shoot jinx myself. It. Don't jinx it, because I know somebody told me they put something really bad on that wheel, and I, I I'm afraid of getting it. Wait, did they? Oh my god, I haven't actually looked at like, I, do I have to update the wheel? Uh oh, I guess I fucking do. Oh my goodness. All right. Uh, give me one second, guys. I have to put more choices on the wheel. All right. So let's see. I probably should have uh, uh should have mentioned earlier. Um, I I figured you. I did not know this. Well, either way, let's hope we don't uh we don't get something bad. Uh, and Lord knows I need don't, something. Don't worry, good we got a Bima. What the fuck is Bima? Is that the Malaysian? Uh, that's, yeah, that's a Malaysian show. Uh, Abba Ranger, Geki Ranger, Zayram, Gundam Zero Seventy Nine. Oh, okay, that's a that's a that's a good one that people are putting down there, uh, giving us some good stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, thank definitely. you. What else is it? Devilman Two Thousand Four oh, Live yeah, Action. Yeah, yeah. Somebody told me they put that on the list. I really hope we don't get. You know, that just pick. by your reaction, I almost hope we do, just to fucking piss me off. Oh. What the fuck? Uh, Hugto Precure Shinzo Abe Propaganda? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> what the fuck is that? It's Precure. Oh, the original Ultraman, which is like 70 fucking episodes. No, fuck it's that not. It's shit. only like 37. Oh, is yeah, it? It's the same length as uh, Nexus. Oh, well, wouldn't that be great? All right, well, let's spin this fucking wheel. All right. Let's hope I don't get anything bad or I'll shoot myself. I will. Uh, I'll, do I'll do it. I'll do it, too. Don't fucking test me. I'm, I'm going to... I'm just... I'm fucking praying we don't get a fucking full show. We don't... Uh, I don't have the fucking time to do a full show this week. Ah, uh, don't worry. We don't need to. No! <laughs> no! Whoever the... Who Fuck. fucking put this fucking... <laughs> You Fuck. fucking, you spoke the devil's name, and he God. appeared, Damn. Jay. Fuck. You speak of the devil, and he shall appear. We're watching the Ultraman 2000, Ultraman, the Devil Man 2004 oh. live action. Who put this on the fucking wheel? Was it Rabbit? Did Rabbit put it on the fucking wheel? I'm going to kick his ass. Oh. <laughs> I love this. I love this. As soon as I put it on the fucking wheel, it, this, this is the third. This is the third time it's fucking happened. Only this is the first time it's happened, and we fucking hate the result. Oh, oh, I love it. I love this. This is gonna be great. <laughs> oh, we're gonna need some time to fucking prep for this one. I'm gonna need some booze for this one. <laughs> oh, dude, I are are we talking? Are we talking? Fucking uh, Batman! Oh no, Justice League type boots. Oh. Man, that would be something. Probably. <laughs> oh, that's great! Don't don't you just love this, Jay? Don't you love how like you have this fucking knack to screw us over? Why? Why do I always do this? You legitimately have a knack for this, and it's actually kind of scary. Uh, it's fucking. I jinx myself. <laughs> I'm, like I said, dude, it's actually kind of scary because this is like this is the fucking third time it's happened. I should have just respun the wheel and never said a single fucking. thing. I should have Fuck been like, All right. oh yeah, I added so and so to the wheel. Let's hope we don't get that wink, and then we get it because I would have probably said something good. Ugh. God damn it! 
You, this would have this would have never happened if you didn't tell me that somebody didn't put stuff on. I shouldn't have fucking. I shouldn't have told you. Ah. You should have, like told me afterwards, and I'd be like, oh, okay, I guess I'll put some stuff Damn on it. after the show. <laughs> oh. We we go from Akiba Ranger, which is really fun, to Thunderbolt, which is it was fine, to Ultraman, which is hey, it was cool, Damn to fucking man. this. I can't wait to see this because if it's as bad as you say it is, oh, I am. Gonna I'm have not a going to tell day. you anything about this movie because I want you. I want you to be prepared. <laughs> I don't want to give oh, you any hints about hurts. what the fuck happens in this movie. This is going to hurt oh. bad, and I'm so excited. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> well, I guess it is time for Halloween. We might as well do something terrifying. Oh, you're right! Spooky times ahead, boys! <sighs> so, with that being said... If you like the show, Thank you. blah, 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 I, whatever. I, AJ knows this chick better than I do. <laughs> well, that being said, if you like the show and like what you heard, consider joining the Discord. It's down below. Send us some questions because fuck you. And uh, yeah, I guess we're doing Ultraman. I was about to sing the fucking Gridman theme for this. <laughs> I don't, or De Devilman. I keep saying Ultraman. It's all in my mind. So yeah, next week we're doing Devil Man 2004, the live action movie. I can't wait. I'm starting to think I have a masochism fetish. So we'll see you guys next week. That's Jay. Forgot to say that. Uh, hi.